Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Tori Says Show. I hope you guys can hear me because I can't hear myself. Okay, I can hear myself now. So welcome, guys. It's Monday. It's been a crazy weekend for me. And I'm going to tell you straight off the bat that today's episode will piss off a lot of you. Now, you'll probably say, well, throughout the years, you've encouraged us to look into the past and see the good. And that's what's important that all of us should see just how nice words, suggested good intentions actually compare today with your ears. Today, your ears, your gut, and what I'm about to show you is going to express to you what we are living through at this moment. And I think it's imperative that I can't stress this enough that we need to unite in our efforts more than anything. Today, I, I got tons of messages from people I totally respect and love and other random people. Why do you bother with stupid tools like Jordan Saver? What people don't seem to understand is that I am more than willing to eat dirt, to um, extend olive branches, as much as possible because I believe that I saw a glimpse of good that I can say, all right. So I obviously reached out to Jordan Sather only because I saw a glimpse of something a couple of months ago and a year ago. Yes, he's an opportunist. Yes, I dislike what he stands. He doesn't even know what, you wouldn't even know what we are. And yet he's an expert in aliens, whatever. Listen. It doesn't matter what you've done. It's what you do. So I thought I would tickle that fancy, right? And say, hey, you're an expert in Q. Let's talk Q. Let's really talk Q. Let's talk about who you've been decoding. 
Let's talk about how these operations were executed. Let's talk about how many people were involved. And let's talk about who really was the OG and who pretended to, who thought that they were empowered, who was then tapped by the DIA because they saw it as something very important to put their message through to assist a few people to be elevated. Ah, I thought we can examine that. Why? Because it's very important that you understand how things are done and how they are executed. Time travel doesn't exist, but nine foot aliens do. Stop. Some of them are nine foot. <laughs> you would assume, right? It's not like all those stars supposedly up there, whatever, are decoration. Let's keep an open mind. But I want you today, what we're going to walk through is going to be a trip back in history. You're going to see things and you're going to hear things differently today because your ears are primed to hear things very differently. But before we get into that, I just wanted to say congratulations to all the states that have filed writ of mandamuses. Illinois today, got a, somebody got a letter saying, hey, we can't take your affidavit. Do not be discouraged. That's, that's a technicality. Some courts allow people to just walk in and file their affidavits. Other demand that the initial filer file them for you as evidence. So that wasn't a no. That wasn't a kickback. That was just telling you that's not procedure in your court. So remember, for every state that has filed a writ of mandamus to please ensure that the rest of you are filling out affidavits and scanning and sending it to them so that way they can file it um, as evidence to reinforce their writ of mandamus. So I'm going to say, I want to play this video, but I'm a little bit terrified because of the music that they might um, take it off. So it'll only be fair for me to play it without music. Um, and describe what everyone is seeing. Because today, there's going to be a lot of speaking um, as opposed to just um, showing video. I mean, but we do have two videos that you're going to watch. Probably you've watched before, but you never heard them the way you're going to hear them today. So, like I said, most of you will be very upset. Um because you heard it differently the first time. You heard it with rose-colored ears. <laughs> if there is such a thing, right? But you did. And I'm here to tell you that. And I don't sugarcoat anything. And I want you guys to know the truth. A lot of people dislike the truth for that. Anyway, let's um see if I can show this video. Hold on. Um, for those of you that are going to be uh, listening, I'll describe to you what we're watching. So it has a photo of me <laughs> saying justice and truth never come in with a Ferrari. It's always on a donkey. It's a fantastic graphic. We are the storm standing together, organize in, organizing the movement. And then there's a lot of pictures of our Illinois group getting together, working together. It is so beautiful. Um, they were playing Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. And I actually put it on my TikTok. I don't use TikTok. I just put it on there. 
Um, this is them getting together and working together. This is exactly what everyone should be doing. Look at that. A group of people working together. This is our Illinois crew. And this is them working together, discussing, organizing. This is what we should be doing. And that's so important. The unity is so important. I was really, really hoping, you guys, that if Jordan Sather, who loves to listen to himself talk about things that he really doesn't command, bit and took the bait to have a conversation because I wanted an honest, good conversation with them, right? Where we're talking about things, where we're discussing things, where I can ask, you know, hey, um, uh, tell me, what do you know about you? What makes you an expert? Explain to me. That way, maybe I can give him some actual insight. Uh, because today, oh my gosh, you won't believe this. I'm going to play this. I'm going to play this because I didn't even know that someone had actually put this out. So it was pretty wild. Oh, shoot, where is it? Are you kidding me? Did I really close that tab? Stop it. Let me see if it's in my history. Um, shoot. It's totally not. Gosh darn it. Maybe it's some... Um, ding. Wait. I know where I can find it. Give me a second. Maybe I can play it. Yeah. Um, nope. Not that one. Shoot. Oh gosh, no, I, I can't believe that I, I, um, I, um, turned it off. Um, my cat got really mad at me right now. Give me a second. Let me find this because this is crazy. I can't believe that I turned it off. I had it ready for you guys. Now I'm going to have to find the spot. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Maybe this is it. The Joe Rogan experience. No, it's not that. I'm trying to find it. So it talks about, um, hold on, let's see if I can get it there. Is it there? Guys, there's a portion. Damn it. There was a portion where the guy actually said, holy crap, Q was going off on Tracy Beans because she's a fucking loser and a patriot. And so... I wanted people to see that because people only thought that the trip codes were there. And this is what terrifies them. See, even the people that own the boards or did whatever, I'm just pointing it out. Even though they're saying their own narrative of what they think, I wanted to, oh, 79 minutes and 17 seconds. Thanks. That's a nice number, by the way. Thanks. I wanted to play that part because it's important you guys hear it. I mean, even though some of the stuff that he's saying is wrong, it's important you hear it. I'm going to try to see if I can um, um, put it on the screen so you can watch it. Because I want people to know. It's not just now. It was always, right? To be careful who you follow is very important. This is why I don't like Tracy Beans. You know, once it was hijacked, 
by people who wanted to help certain people, right? Because that's what happened. First, it was for attributory reasons that I saw that they were kind of like putting it over there, putting it over here, right? Um, then it became, oh, let's utilize this momentum to use it as PR. And I got pissed. I got very, I should get pissed, right? Could you imagine working so hard and having motherfuckers just take your shit and use it for their own benefit? In general, I'm just saying, just hypothetically speaking, allegedly, whatever. So um, that's really bad, especially when people are convinced that's the way it goes. So I'm going to show you how quickly we dispel shit um, because it's, it's quite important, especially in this day and age, right? Where a lot of people talk a lot of smack and they think they know what they're talking about that, um, you know, it gets, um, we get some clear air. Here's what people understand, uh, rather than saying, I hear just mean, let's see, is this it? He's really aware of how he's being seen. He is, and I think that that playfulness is very intentional, yes. and it masks something more sinister in a lot of cases. And you see that on the sixth, right? On that, on when we're approaching the Capitol, yeah. you see that that kind of kind of crack. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you What do you see when you see the the whole sixth thing with him? I mean, he's he's a little in, in the approach to that. He's he's almost starry eyed, like like he's looking around and going. I mean, he says it, right? He's like, this is the most non-business thing I've ever done. Right. Um, and he, I think it drained him financially keeping Q online. Yeah, and he's got the crazy facial hair and all that jazz. Um, but all of his weird quirks, all the weird things about And it was a, like left-handed. Uh -huh. And both um, both Jim and, well, I, I wrote about this on Twitter and then Ron, you know, messaged me. He's like, well, I'm ambidextrous. So, <laughs> oh God, uh, Jim is a kid. Um, no, nine eleven, not an inside job. You know, uh, aliens. Uh, like what? What is? What, like what? It says, um, uh, folks who were who were uh, big into Q at the time. I think like, anyway, um, they were all like, wait, what? What is it? What is it? Um, I think we have the. It's like secret Q drop. Um, but secret. oh, this is great because Q is just shit talking. Tracy Beans and uh, some some of just writing like a trash talking anon. And so this was after the switch to eight chan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is April, I believe it was from April of um, 2018. And Q, you know, people really started to monetize Q at this point. You know, Tracy Beans is kind of moving away. She's she's built this huge audience off of QAnon. Right. So what she did was at the beginning, she tried to make money off of it through Reddit, and she went from having absolutely shit followers to hundreds of thousands and then other people jumped in because they believed it was a military operation it didn't become a million military nah, military operation until they took it over right so this is why she attached herself to general flynn because she needed to ride the QAnon wave because whoever took it over then decided that they were going to use the platform to um help exonerate uh general flynn um and help him get over the lawfare that he was experiencing, uh, which was a punishment for supporting President Trump, right? Um, so that is my beef, just so you guys know. And uh, I'm having <laughs> a really hard time sometimes verb, 
you know, putting words into it, aside from the fact that she was like, oh, my writer, and it was probably Brian Cates, wrote that article first. And it's like, unless he's a fucking time traveler and took my shit from three months ago and decided to post it, I don't think so. You were just not expecting it to publish, me to publish it on Lumerd, and you just assumed you're famous. You're a piece of shit. You're a liar. You're an opportunist. I don't give a fuck because you are unapologetic. Thank you very much. I just had to say that. Um, she's kind of rejecting it. And Q, um, if we if we scroll up, you R can see. R equals so, 18. So you can see the ID right there, the mm -hmm. FC, whatever. This is something that only um, a board owner or Where? a moderator would be Which? able to see. It's right next to anonymous. So then you see that little um, uh -huh. FCFE3I. Yes. So if you sc scroll up and you can see a Q drop, that one right there. It has the same ID next to it, the FCF, mm -hmm. and that's that's because it's like the representation of the uh, like a hash representation of the IP address. So it's the same. So you know that Q, even though they didn't use the trip code, was also posting these anonymous drops. So all and and we didn't include this in the series, <laughs> but this is kind of wild that Q was actually making posts that, um, you know, as that that. Uh, yeah, the those who are running the boards could actually see. So you have this one here, R equals 18. Why is that interesting? Why, why is that unusual that he's making... Well, because he's secretly communicating with the board owners and only they would be able to... Um, and moderators and only be, they'd be able to see it. But if you scroll down... So this is only to moderators. Yeah, so messages. you can see... Well, the ones that have Q were public mm -hmm. and everybody would know. The ones that are anonymous, Bees no one knows shit. that these are Clearly actually Q it. posting. Except for the moderators. So Clearly. you can see there, it says beans. Really? Hey, patrons. Really? You know, up above that, it says beans, you are shit. Beans, yeah. yeah. Beans, you are shit. It's right fucking there. Yeah. Beans, you are shit. Get it? It's uh, Q writing. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> that doesn't seem you know, like it makes any sense. Then you go down here, it's like, help me change the world, not us, but her scam, scam, scam. What a disgrace. So this is Q being very upset. That's because Bean said, hey, Patriots, thanks so much for stopping by. And thanks for parting with a few of your hard-earned dollars to help supplement my work. I have been an activist, all my news reliable sources, not fake news outlets like CNN and New York Times, blah, 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 blah. Help me change the world. Help me design my own broadcast platform and get off the censored web. Help me spend more time researching and grow this little shindig. Let's do it, guys. Together. One video for now at a time. Come to Patreon. Help me change the world. Not us, but her. Scam, 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 scam. What a disgrace. Beans, your shit. Okay? Does that spell it out for you guys? Does that spell it out for you guys? Okay, let's continue. Bet at Tracy Beans for monetizing Q. Um, mm, for because, you know, for pivoting mainstream, and that's uh, her YouTube channel. Like, what? What is? What, like, what? It says fake outlets like CNN, New York Times. So that's what it is. Like, going on those outlets, and then you see, we also posted. Uh, Bean started eight thousand followers, now seventy-seven before because of Q. Now pushing the money and drops Q to be more accepted by mainstream. See, uh, promoting her YouTube channel is that what it is? Promoting our YouTube channel, trying to get people to give her money, you know, basically. Yeah, because if people think that General Flynn was behind Q, you're wrong. 
uh, you can see here, Bean started at 8K followers, now 77K because well, maybe of Q. Later. This is Q writing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, now pushing for more money and the drops Q. Uh, and, and oh, sorry. Now pushing for the money and drops Q to be more accepted mainstream. Huh. Um, so Q is like, she, she got famous off of Q and now is dropping Q and Q is not happy with this. This is someone upset that someone's getting famous. Um, someone's writing it out. Well, but this is Q writing it. Right. A lot. Yeah. Whoever, you know, right, whoever which is, which was likely Ron at this point writing. Which this. seems like, yeah, this is not like, why, why the fuck would a government insider give a shit? Who's get becoming famous <laughs> from distributing what's supposed to be real information. Yeah, because when you hijack something that's grassroots and hijack it and make it your own, it fucking you pisses you off. Even people that were moderators for the board, and there were many, right? Many they had that had access, right? Many, right? Would get pissed off at people like, you know, praying fucking medic and all of these pieces of crap that created followings on bullshit. Who wouldn't get upset? What if you started something that was completely organic to get the people together, to give out all this information, to bring people together, to love their country, to see the truth, and then someone fucks it by wanting to make money off of it? You see what I'm trying to say? That's what I'm saying, okay? But Joe Rogan's right. Why would the government? The government didn't say that. <laughs> government came in later. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's and just coming on here and just writing like a typical anon, just yeah, just like shit posting and bitching. Right, yeah. right, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when Q was like writing to the border, he's just like another anon. How many know? people at one point in time were uh doing Q related YouTube videos? Um I mean, I don't uh, a lot. <laughs> a yeah. lot were there were I mean there were I think 15 or 20, you know, uh, uh, you know, who were like the predominant ones, you know, and maybe like 10 really big ones, big accounts. And we follow a couple of them in the series. You know, Craig had a huge following. Liz had a huge following. Dustin had a sizable following. Jordan Sather had a really big following, you know, and all, and they kind of came at it from different angles. Like Craig was the evangelical approach. Um, you know, uh, Dustin was more of the, the truther, uh, who who kind of went after everybody? Craig is the guy who had Donald Trump on his wall. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and then you have someone like Jordan Sather, who is who comes from the like David Wilcock, uh, UFO, um, like New Age crowd, um, like the reptile people, mm -hmm. yeah, lizard yeah, people, yeah. or whatever, blue avians. That's that's his that's his you know five G uh, baby kind of yeah, yeah their thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, you could, and, and so for them, it was like, okay, well, here's a whole new audience that maybe we can, we can tap into. And mm -hmm. as Cube became this umbrella for all. Did you hear that? That's what they did. They saw a new audience that they could tap into. It was a business move. No one gave a fuck about saving your country. That is my point. Okay. No one cared about saving your country. What they cared about is a new audience to promote their shit from Smoothie King to whatever. Now. Um, obviously someone like Jordan Sather, for example, being all woo woo and really into trying to find out the truth in regards to other species and understanding uh, the environment he lives in, I would have thought that he was the best one to approach, um, uh, to have this conversation and kind of parse out what his Q expertise <laughs> instead of with the straight face <laughs> tried to, I guess. Uh, where it stemmed from and why he was considered um, 
you know, the genius of Q. Uh, but uh, I obviously he didn't take it because he's so scared because they all know, all of them secretly know. <laughs> they think they know, they may know, they don't know, they believe they know, but you don't have to be an insider to see it, right? You don't have to see the opportune, right? Tracy Beans thought that after she rode that wave and became big, did her whole Reddit shit, right? Tried to hijack the movement like that. Then she dropped it because she wanted to be mainstream. She wanted to be on Tucker. She wanted to go to Fox. She wanted to be a corporate agent. She needed security, right? When that fell flat for her, she attached herself to General Flynn. Why? Because she already saw the writing on the wall where Anons and members of the team were ensuring to post help General Flynn, who was being backed into a corner, being punished for things he'd done in the past and what he was doing. How dare you try to wake up Americans to our agenda that's been signed since JFK? Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Why not help him? I know a lot of people, and I'll read a couple of messages from uh, that officer that resigned because of the behavior. They say the same thing. And you hear Patrick Berge saying it all the time, but I'm the person, again, people that know me very, very well tell me that I just need to not give people the benefit of the doubt, not have faith in them, but I do. It's only that one moment that changes everything. It's kind of like Othello. You put that one white chip there and you flip all the black ones or you put the black one and you flip all the white ones. It only takes one moment for your heart to open. Just one moment, one, no more, just one moment. So it was important that I, I wanted uh, to get someone that I knew had that little moment in them that you can that you can go for. And I thought stroking Jordan Sather, who's completely pedestrian. He attacked me when I approached people are like this is so beneath you. And it's like, no, it's not because there are people, good people throwing away their money at these people thinking that they're going to save them. And what they don't understand is that they, you know, embrace the Q movement to make money, not to save America. They're all bullshit. Like I had people literally in, in his stupid chat tell me, well, I approached her as if I wasn't there anymore. And she, no, 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 self-righteousness. And it's like, bitch, we never spoke. I don't even know who you are. Like, why are you talking? So, you know, uh, like, uh, you know, what's, what's her face? Santa surfing, making people get loans and telling them they're all going to be written off. Yeah, they're all going to be written off because more than likely if they listen to every single one of these idiots, they're going to be hauled off into like these you know, containment camps and there will be no money. She's right. You'll have digital credits and you'll start with a debt. It's all about money. It was never about their nation. They sold books and t-shirts, right? You know, and, and you know what their conversations are? Fucking Tori pretends that she doesn't sell t-shirt, but she does. She poses as other people doing it. You all know I don't sell t-shirts or mugs. You guys make them, right? But they can't fathom that because they can't fathom that people just want to showcase what they're part of. That's the whole point. Wait, the President Trump didn't make Trump one stickers. We did. President Trump didn't make Biden pointing to the gas pump numbers stickers. We did. See, they don't understand. They don't understand. 
They don't understand what grassroots is because they don't understand unconditional love and appreciation of what they're about to lose. So I was hoping today by humbling myself and saying, hey, let's have a conversation. He's like, you're just this, you're just that. And it's like, so I gave him notice. I was like, say it again that I fucking stole, I stole valor and I swear to God, I'm going to fucking sue you because it's already been adjudicated. I'm tired of that shit. Every time I see someone and I can identify them, motherfuckers, Russell's going to be busy filing lawsuits. I will sue them for, for the hole in the underwear, right? If they only own holes in their underwear, I will take it just just to make them shut up because I'm tired of that defamation. Like they can call me ugly, fat, loud mouth. I really don't care. Right. But when you defame me, that's a big problem. That is a very, very big problem. Very big problem for me. Right. Very big. I can't stand it. I can put up with it from idiots like, you know, <laughs> that keep pandering it. And it's like, it's been adjudicated in the court because the attorney general actually tried to use that shit. And the judge was like, that's not hers. Why would you say that? He's like, no. And it's like, but you know, everyone's pushing it around. So he just picked it up and used it. And, and, and everybody just thinks it's true because everybody's saying it. Where have we seen that before? Oh, right. That's right. With Trump and everybody else, they want to destroy. See, this is where I need to start suing people. So when you guys catch Tracy Beans and shit saying shit like that, let me know. I'd like to sue her. I mean, you all guys paid for her furniture, right? Because her parents' house burned down. That was insured, by the way. But yeah, maybe I can sue the shit out of her. Anytime someone's saying that shit, I will take them out starting today. So regardless, regardless of what has happened, what we needed to do is draw people to understand that they need to start fighting the red October. You got your red flag laws ready. You've got these lawsuits that we have done, but what they're coming with is not even funny. They're already building camps. They're telling you they have nursing shortages and they're bringing your national guard who are then going to come to your house. And then they're going to fucking take your kids because apparently you're a bad parent because you're not vaccinated. You don't seem to understand what they have. There's a plan. And I'm going to tell you something. This plan was signed in 1961 by JFK. Are you pissed yet? No? Oh. You'll see it yourself. I'll show it to you myself. See, what people don't seem to understand is this isn't a game. While they're busy telling you, you know, here, circle this, do this right? There's shit going on. Our president is putting out fires on his own. We've got the military dealing with other shit because what you don't understand, this is, this was intended to be a total disarmament of our nation, a complete disarmament of our nation, complete and utter disarmament. Now, if you don't see how I've been saying everything you see in fucking Australia is coming here, then I don't know what to tell you. So this is the harm that we're getting while they're telling you all of these beautiful things that you think are happening. I'm telling you how to mitigate the things that are really happening, right? To mitigate, because we can actually fight right now, later. Uh, it's, it's, it's on you. I know I'll be fine. My kids are going to be fine too. But are you sure yours will? I know for a fact mine will, because I can time travel. But do you know that yours will? And this is where you need to stand tall and strong. That is the problem. Stand tall 
and strong and fight. And we don't have to fight with blood on the street. That's exactly what they want. Why do you think they're showing you that shit in Australia? Because blood will spill. Could you imagine the first knock on the door by a National Guardsman to drag you the fuck out of the house, take your kids, right? And it's a gun owner. That's it. They're coming in your house and they're taking everything because they can't have you attack these great soldiers that are just doing their job. You see what I'm saying? This isn't a game. You're either going to bend the knee. It's going to get ugly. So why am I saying this? Well, we also have the elections, right? Those were completely rigged, completely rigged. <laughs> and everyone's playing musical chairs and pass the buck. And I'm not going to talk about it because it's, if we don't talk about it, it will go away. See, it's what they hoped with. They hope with things that they can't eradicate because they can bite them in the ass. They just ignore them, hoping they go away. That's the way it is. Let me finish this off so you can just hear, obviously, Ron doing his whole juju thing. Look, I don't hate Ron, okay? He did a very good service handling the boards, but, you know, he's not that great at coding. Sorry, Ron. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just saying. And I think he means well, but he pisses me off because he comes off like he's humble, but he's totally not, okay? I don't hate the guy. I, I commend him for the things that the hours, the tireless hours he did put in, but I can't stand his attitude. The higher than, you know, that and, and, and fucking jumping into, dude, you can't play with the swamp, Ron. You just got to stick to hanging out with geeks. Like, like just hang out with us geeks. Don't talk to this one. You're not swamp. You don't speak parcel tongue. They'll trip you up. Beliefs, all conspiracies, all every, you know, you, the big tent it was it was very useful for say someone like Wilcock or Jordan Sather to be like okay well let's inject our worldview into the broader narrative, um, and I think that's one of the most interesting things about Q is that you know Q didn't have complete control, right? It was kind of call and response like what does the audience want to some extent, um, and because it, it was an evolving narrative, um, and, and 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 the idea that lizard people or blue avians got introduced to a subset of that you know subset of that ecosystem isn't something that was introduced by q itself it was just something that others who glommed onto it introduced mm. so um i don't know that's it, it it's 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 kind of fascinating to watch how it took on a life of its own and in some ways you know q didn't have as much quite as much control as you might imagine. I mean, Q even did Q and A's at one point, you know, where people would ask, a, really? Yeah, yeah. People would ask a question and then Q no. would be like, well, um, no, no 9-11, not an inside job, you know, uh, aliens. Um, yeah. Real. That's, that's, a uh, see, know. that's where you know that it wasn't now. Uh, that was Joe Rogan's podcast. You should watch it. You should totally watch it. Even though it's riddled with a lot of things that are wrong and they were intentionally, you know, misdirected. Um, for the purposes of security. I mean, could you imagine if they actually found out who Q is? That person is definitely going in the shoe. Okay? Definitely going in the shoe. So, um, I'm going to read to you a string of posts. Okay? And this is um, from the Marine officer who stepped down. Now, a lot of people are saying that he's in the brig already or whatever. That could be a conspiracy. But I want you guys to understand where he's coming from, okay? 
as a whistleblower, you are completely isolated from everyone you work with because they hate you because you're doing something they wish they had the balls to do. That's number one. I don't care what anybody says. That's the primary reason they hate you. Um, they will assist those that are terrified of what you have to say, like your bosses, the government, you know, stuff like that. They will uh, retroactively plant shit, stories. They'll promote it. They'll shield the crap out of it. Oh, which, by the way, on Joe Rogan's podcast, you're going to hear how Roger Stone was promoting a portion of QAnon when he thought he knew who Q was. So anyway, um, anyway, they'll lawfare you right into the grave, hoping that at some point you blow your own brains out. Because they are terrified of what you have to say and if anybody listens to you. So rather than kill you and make your voice be heard in case you left any tidbits of information, they discredit you and they have losers that will call you crazy, you know? And this is an officer. He said the same thing I say. But he didn't, I didn't go into detail about all the leadership, but I'll comment on some of this because I think some of this is for real. So Stuart Scheller says, Fear cannot exist in the pursuit of love and truth. That's a fact. I believe in love. Give me a second. I believe in America. I believe in strength. I believe in honesty. I believe I am ready to go to jail based on those beliefs. First, you pulled the chain of retirement. I broke that chain. Then you pulled the chain of family stability. That chain also broke. These are all leashes they place on you. Because they put the same leash around General Flynn's neck. So he should know this leash very well. Then you pull the chain of family stability. That chain also broke. All you have left is the threat of court martial. It's a felony, Sue. No one wants that. It'll ruin your whole life. But you never understood me. I'm comfortable going back to Cincinnati and working at Applebee's again. Do you want freedom fries with that? Quote, effective immediately upon receipt of below, you're hereby ordered to refrain from posting any and all material in any form without exception to any social media and contacts. Um, in, in this context, the term social media shall be construed very broadly to include any medium by which you may share information with groups of people. It includes more traditional forms of social media, example, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, as well as non-traditional methods one might use to circumvent established social media, example, mass emails, group texts, uh, group messages, and electronic bulletin boards. You are also prohibited from communicating through third parties or proxies. What happens when you communicate an order that stipulates you to stop communicating? Remember, I have only spoken truth. See, this isn't something new. I've had the same type of threats. I had an attorney general. Listen, if I'm a fraud, right, and I defrauded people of what he disputed was $300 in the end. It turned out to be mine. Nobody's mine, right? Then why would he ask a judge to not let me use the Internet? Nobody asks themselves that question. They just throw around allegations and not ask. I feel so. I actually understand still. Because he's going to tell everybody why the other people don't understand. I fucking get him because I've had that chain pulled a million times. And it's really lonely. And you've got to have big balls and believe in what America stands for. So he says, another truth, we don't want our children abused in the same failed system. The systems remain despite their repeated failures because key holding hypocrites have safe haven within the system. 
Why not just get out and say that, Stu? Why not just stay quiet and work within the system? Yeah, you know how many times I heard that? We say this to you. If you're making a difference on your current path, why is the republic in, de in decline? The apathetic American convinces himself to apply pressure in other ways, only because he can't see the invisible chains. Talk, talk to me, right? That's the way it is. He goes on, the key holders refuse to take accountability when it's so obvious. They are unable or unwilling to do what's right. But we are not like the apathetic American. We have faith. We believe what you stand for can only be defined by what you are willing to risk. Now let's pause there for a second while we go through his statement. What are you willing to risk? Ask yourselves, all these people that you've contributed to, what have they risked for you? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely zero. This man has sacrificed his pension, right? His retirement. I did too. <laughs> My shit was wiped clean. The whole contract I had disappeared. Lost my job, lost my contracts, blacklisted. They've completely annihilated me. <laughs> and then they also watch crimes happen within my household and say fucking nothing while I was none the wiser. So they contributed into watching. You think this man is a hero and he's telling you like it is. Now, everything he says I don't agree with because he sees it from a different perspective, right? We see, you know, from one side. Another person sees from another, but as a whole, this man is 100% on point. So he continues. They need us scared. They need us silenced. They need us divided. Fear, division, and ignorance facilitates control. We the people are not Republican, Democrat. Black, white, straight, gay, Christian, atheist, mask, no mask, police, community, Wall Street, Main Street, so on and so on. We are Americans. Adjectives are not required. Don't dim your light to walk into their darkness. Walk into their darkness and light shit up. This guy is incredible. Now he goes on to, to target President Trump. President Trump. I was told by everyone to kiss the ring because of your following and power. I refuse. While I respect your foreign policy positions, I hate how you divided our country. I don't need or want your help. You don't even have the ability to pull us together. Now, let me pause there. From a military perspective, he adores his foreign policy, and he's right. But he's saying that, you know, you have divided the country, President Trump. Now, in all fairness, he didn't do it. It's the people that surrounded him that did it. And you guys are going to find out later on in the show exactly what they've signed on to and what President Trump was signing off on. And this is why we have this polarization. He didn't have the ability to pull us together because people like me and others that know exactly what the fuck are go is going on in this world. And we know what the swamp is up to and who these stupid generals are, right? 
and who these former presidents are and who the CIA directors are, the DNI, all of that. We're not allowed to speak or tell him or advise him or even send him a letter. They've intercepted everything. You know, Garrett Ziegler, you know, actually posted something today. I think I reposted it. You know, he was in the White House and he was working. But he said something quite fascinating, which is very, very true. People keep saying, well, if you knew all this, why didn't you say anything? Complainy pants, right? And it's like, really? You think it's that easy? And he says, because he's a little bit more eloquent than me, but I think, you know, the whole your pussy thing is kind of rubbing off on a lot of people lately. He said, now you're probably thinking, but, but, but Garrett, if you know this, why didn't you do anything? And you wouldn't be wrong to think that. But you see, I did. I did everything I could. Bad people surrounding the president are either literal traitors or pussies. And in my book, the latter is the former. Traitors are pussies. I agree, Garrett. Because if you think that I haven't tried, you're kidding yourself. I tried so hard, I got lawfared into the ground. They completely discredited me with fucking bullshit. And I have to live with that every single day where I have stupid ass, dumb people coming up to me, calling me shit that I don't deserve. So, yeah, he tried. He really did. And there's a, a, a shit ton more people that did too. But they were blocked. So I get what um, Stu says from that point, right? From his perspective, President Trump seemed to yield all the power. But he hasn't, I mean, he's seen the MIC, but he hasn't seen just how shitty it is. I think he's going to start seeing it soon. He's seeing it from the perspective of the institution of the U.S. Marine Corps, which is one of the most honorable, by the way. I trust jarheads more than any other branch of service, no offense. So he said, you may even win the next election. But your generation's time is running out. Tell your son to stop tweeting about me. Your whole family knows nothing about us or our sacrifices. I could never work with you. I'd rather sit in jail and be released with a dishonorable than make compromises in my beliefs. And that's because he doesn't know, okay? Once he does know, he will change his tune. And Sue, if, you have, if this ever gets to you, I promise you, I get you. I've been there and I'm a contractor. So he says, President Obama, great at speeches, obviously weak in any intestinal fortitude. President Bush Jr., great at speeches, obviously ignorant in thinking he could import democracy. President Clinton, great at bringing Congress together, obviously morally bankrupt. This includes his wife. That was See, this is a military perspective. I'd have a shit ton more to talk about this president. I mean, not about Bill Clinton because I didn't serve under him. Well, I kind of did. He was being impeached at the time, but whatever. Then he goes with General Mattis, who's so far in the closet, he can't see the door. And I'm so glad someone said it. The warrior monk. We all know you became a monk because you're gay. To be clear, my generation don't care about sexuality. We're better than that. But our generation does care about honesty. You brought to my infantry officer course 1-TAC-06 what can only be described as a female prop. It was uncomfortable for all of us. A dildo, guys. Just pointing that out. As soon as you left, we all knew you were a liar. 
We were young, but not stupid. Back then, don't ask, don't tell was still policy. We understood why you lied. But as the policy was rescinded and we continued to hear the rumors, it bothered us that you kept up the lie. You weren't a monk. You were dishonest. And for all your talk about the 535 and the counterinsurgency, can we go back and review the record? Academics loved you. You talked about reading books all the time. The only problem, you didn't win any wars. Maybe you should have read different books. General Petraeus, the counterinsurgency genius, he was. This is why he had shit in his wall. We all know you went to Yale. We all know that you walked around the wars without PPE. So he had balls. But what if you use that education to offer insight to the ineffective nature of counterinsurgency? Ooh, bingo. You led Iraq and Afghanistan because you were such an influential leader. However, history demonstrated you didn't have the insight of George Bush Sr., who knew when to pull out of a military campaign once the objectives were achieved? Now, that's correct in the sense that George Bush Sr. knew when to pull out. But the thing is, that's because George Bush Sr. had the CIA in his pocket. Clinton, George Bush Jr., and Obama, and definitely Trump, did not have the CIA working in tandem with him. I mean, yes, Obama did. But the wars that they did were on purpose and scheduled, so there wasn't anything to do, right? So he says, history somehow forgot George Bush's senior's genius. Yeah, I mean, his dad funded the Nazis. Roosevelt wrote a whole fucking executive order to take their money because they were funding them. And then he ran the CIA. And then he orchestrated the assassination of JFK to make him a martyr. And you'll find out. You'll realize it later. Um, and then he had three terms. He was a three-term president. You think Reagan was really president? Stop. Okay. After they shot him, that it was game over. He would speak, but he wouldn't do anything. It was William Barr and freaking Bush senior running the show. So, but that it, it, he continues. If you were half as smart as him, you would have recommended an efficient withdrawal much sooner than the long wars you promoted. But that would have marginalized the theory of your genius. And without your celebrity, there would be no adulterous escapades. Now, this is, again, speaking from the perspective of a soldier. Let's remember, most officers, that includes generals, don't get all of the intelligence they need. They need to shut the fuck up and do their job. That private contractors that are private agencies that then the CIA claims are giving orders give them necessary information. They don't have a need to know. That's how it works. So he goes on to General Flynn. General Flynn, you gave interviews about me, pretending to understand me. You were the same as the rest. You were caught in a lie. My generation is sick of your lies. We're not the same. Stop speaking my name as if you understand me. You could never understand us. So, okay, this is going back to the fact that, first of all, General Flynn does understand. They did tug his chain on retirement. They tugged his chain on family. And this is why they put him in a box. But he's right on the fact that General Friend had his own, you know, contracting company and he was just like the others. But that doesn't mean because he operated in the same MO that he was executing in that same MO. I believe he's kind of a good guy, not 100 percent, but his heart is in the right place and he loves this nation. So why hate that? Um, and this is my perspective. That's his perspective. Right. And then he talks about PhDs. 
PhDs at military academies. Bill in just wrote an article about my moral courage titled The View from Olympus, The Scheller Affair and Moral Courage. Let me be clear, Mr. Lynn, despite your contribution to the Marine Corps, you could never understand me. And my contempt for the academics who have attached themselves to the military machine runs deep. I will never relate to a person who refused to fight in the arena, yet feels entitled enough to offer opinions as if the lions should listen. Critics. Mr. Lynn, General Berger's opinion matters more than yours, despite your condescending opinion towards him. Please let all the PhDs in the military education system know the same, and tell General Gray to get off the MCU stage. <laughs> so cool. Maneuver warfare is outdated. It's not attrition versus maneuver. It's decentralization versus synchronization. And the critical question of where that balance occurs is the question you fail to address in the current version of the MCDP-1. Marines think all... Uh, I think decentralization should occur at the lowest levels, despite a deeper understanding of how to maximize combat power. But I'm sure your generation of deep thinkers knew that. The General Alford adjudicating my uh, legal situation. When I briefed you in July, you said, we have an entire generation of lieutenant colonels who don't know how to make decisions. They feel they need to ask permission. Ask Tom and Sung. They were there. My generation is sick of being bullied. Maybe my generation knows a little bit more than you think. We've watched you play politics for 20 years. You thought we were too stupid to learn. General Donovan, thanks for finishing my fit rep multiple months late as soon as I hit the news. Is it safe to assume you processed the report when I hit the news so that you didn't look bad? It's about your optics. It's never been about the U.S. But if you're angry about me speaking the truth, Send your regimental commander to come find me again. You could have him repeat. If you interrupt me again, I'm a fillet you. I'll cut you in half. I'm a work you like a slave. I'm a work. I'm going to work you like a dog. I'm going to work your dick into the dirt. Actually, I've heard someone say that, that they're going to work their dick into the dirt. Ask Lobo. He was there for some of it. Task and purpose. Despite, despite your factually incorrect article about my legal right to prefer charges on General McKenzie, which still has been denied by the same people trying to hold me accountable even after the news of the drone strike. Ooh, you don't understand me. I do plan to bring the whole system down and I am there with you, Stu. Yes, task and purpose. I'm brave enough to say it again. What say you now? What happens when all you do is speak truth and no one wants to hear it? But they can probably stop listening because I'm crazy, right? Colonel Amel, please have the MPs waiting for me at 0800 on Monday. I'm ready for jail. So, see, he even knows how it goes. They'll discredit you. They'll call you crazy. And he gives zero fucks right now. And I think Russell yesterday at the meeting, uh, you know, is not about, you know, why not do it? It's giving zero fucks. Why the fuck not? When we were talking about the EAC certs and um, a new strategy, we're going to attempt to help usher this, uh, you know, Arizona stuff up to the surface across the nation. So we were discussing strategy and he said, I have zero fucks right now. That's exactly it. This is this, this posting by Stuart Scheller. That officer is so brave. So brave. And that's what we need right now. We need people to stand for something or they'll fall for any fucking thing. I get him. 
I understand. I don't, I don't, I don't see everything from his perspective, but I'll tell you what, even your four stars, even general Flynn wasn't allowed intelligence when he was operating in fucking Afghanistan. He actually put that in his write-up reports as a general. You know, a lot of people give me flack. You work with the deep state. It's kind of like what, what, uh, what Scheller said. He said, oh, well, you know, you don't have to burn it all down. You could just work within it, put your head down, and, you know, it's good just just, just, just stay within the system. And it's like, yeah, you stay within the system until something happens, and you're just like, no, right? That's so hypocritical. So hypocritical. You try, you try, you try to make it better. You try to leak it the right way. For me, I'm speaking for myself. I try to leak everything the right way, and it didn't work. Like anything I did was like the only, the only bait, I kid you not, thank God in 2017. Cause I, you know, I sent so much shit to, to Grassley. It's ridiculous. I've tapped so many senators in my life. So many congressmen. I know that Andy Breitbart had attempted to do a few. There were other reporters that are now since gone that have tried to do a few, but it was all to no avail. But you know what? with the elections of 2016, right? Once those passed and we got over that hurdle where we actually had real elections and they were set up and we caught them in fucking Georgia in the election machines. Everybody keeps forgetting that. You keep forgetting that in 2016, the Georgia governor who was then secretary of state said, oh my God, there's Russians in our election machines. And then he changed the tune. Oh, it was just DHS. What was DHS doing in the election machines? I thought that they weren't connected to the internet. What were they doing in there? Nobody talked about it. It's like, oh, didn't happen, right? Four years came and went real quick and nobody did anything. No one did anything. So Tory got to work. <laughs> but there was a plan in place. I guess a mitigation, you want to call it that, whatever. It's not a plan where you sit on your ass. It's a plan where, hey, we got to action this shit to happen. Kind of like dominoes, you push it and it falls. So, you know, a plan was in place and I sent letters to every single senator out there, right? Under an assumed name, asking them about election integrity and how the EAC machines must be. And, you know, one motherfucking bit. Maybe it's because I was friendly with a staffer in his office, Senator Wyden. He bit. And he wrote a letter to Jack Cobb. That was my golden goose. That was my golden goose, to play dumb, to play like I didn't know. Oh, I don't know how I just decided right after the elections to see that. <laughs> I'm just saying. So in 2017, three, I think it was like five days before the election, Senator Wyden sends a letter to Jack Cobb saying, oh, it's really important to make sure that we keep up with our certifications and shit. And guess what? He wasn't certified. And the election still happened in 2017. And then in 2018 and 2019, there was no quorum. It just so happened that it totally slipped the mind of the Trump administration to appoint it. Therefore, the motherfuckers were not working. Therefore, they could not give certifications for these companies. Therefore, 2018 and 2019 elections were null and void too. You see how that works? You see how that works? Just because there's a plan doesn't mean that you don't have to do something. And you know what, Tori, how do you know? Uh, I work for the devil himself. Take that as you wish. Playbooks, one. 
And when you've worked on it, you know. If you remember the 2019 elections in Kentucky, I was interesting. I was very interesting, wasn't it? There were other people. See, when you want to steal the Hope Diamond, you're not going to tell every single cat burglar who you hire to help you steal it. Because then they might intertwine or get jealous or step on each other's toes or piss on trees, okay? Right? People just go for the diamond. And the thing is, uh, you know, Millie and I had done some shows live and then um, we went ahead and did that video. Will they steal the 2020 election? Right? It's there. It was done in 20 fucking 19. Or did we publish in 2020? But we did in 2019, right? And we told you what they were planning. We even told you about the freaking COVID passports way before anybody was talking about locking you up. It was before the lockdowns. We were telling you about the COVID passports because we recorded that shit two weeks, two and a half weeks before because I was bitching that I hated the angle and I had suction cup things on my face when we were taping. You know, I'm very uncomfortable. I'm not used to being round, okay? And I don't like looking at myself. I'm a person that always stays in the shadows anyway. So I'm very self-conscious. So, you know, I'm just saying, like, we had that whole thing and we taped that weeks before it was uploaded because there was a lot of editing to do. So I, I'm just pointing out the information was always there. It's just the people never bothered to see it. They couldn't have eyes to see it. Why? Because there were all these opportunists that hopped on and then were telling you what to look at. You had Tracy Beans looking to fill her pockets and I'm going to hire this and I'm going to make my own media company and Q's the best. And the minute, you know, uh, she puts out, she hires people and has money. She decides she wants to be like a Sarah Carter. Why would you want to be a sellout? She's an asset for the government. She's not really a reporter. Stop. Like, come on. You know, and it's like, that's your aspiration. Jeez, grow up, you know? And then she drops Q and then she's like, oops, I fucked up. No one's following me now because I'm saying it's bad. But she joined with Jack Sobek. Oh, we know who it was. It was this person. It was fake. Fuck you, Jack. You don't even know what you're talking about. So all of these shills, they think they're important. They're not. We're the damn news now. Uh, Antifa, BLM, I told you they would work with us. See, all you have to do is bring them to the table for the conversation. Who do you think has been having those conversations with them? Damn. Just because there's a plan doesn't mean that you don't do things to get it done. And what sucks is, is that there were a lot of people that were in on this, but there were a lot of people like your stupid decoders and, and bullshit, you know, posobiacs that went from zero to running around with McDonald's burgers. That should tell you everything. He was in the campaign ushering burgers and then got a job at OAN, got married really quickly. And now he's like, podcast. come on, man, seriously, come on. Come on, wake up. It's like high school on another level. This is where you just take one and smack them up against the other. They're nothing. They're nobodies. They're going to end up pumping your gas, okay? Because they're not important, okay? I'm just pointing it out. They're not important, okay? Not important. So again, you have been always, you have always been part of the plan. Because you know what? If you don't get going, the whole nation will be disarmed. And that's the way it is. And I know a lot of people don't like it, but that's a fact. So to segue your ears, to hear things, 
better. I think we should start with more current statements. So we all know I love Rick Grinnell and his sexy satchel. So um, here's him talking about his time in the UN and what he observed. Take a listen. Pentagon leaders, they're going to testify tomorrow and Wednesday also on the botched Afghanistan withdrawal. Going to face some questions. What questions are you hoping they will answer? Well, look, I, I hope that they're going to be able to answer some very specific questions about Bagram. Why did you close Bagram? We know already through uh, individuals who have been talking uh, privately and a little bit publicly that they warned that closing Bagram on July 1st would be a disaster for the country. And we've heard the White House, Jake Sullivan and others, kind of dismiss that and say that they were told by military leaders to close Bagram and it would be fine. So we've got a rub here. Military leaders are saying, wait a minute, that's not what we briefed. And the political people inside the White House are saying, well, that's exactly what they briefed. And so we need senators and we need uh, people in Washington, D.C. to zero in on this. Who's right? Who's telling the truth and who's lying? Right. Uh, we've heard, of course, from the Biden administration, they tout the uh, nearly 125,000 uh, people in Afghanistan who they were able to evacuate. And yet, as we know, there are still Americans that remain behind enemy lines. Uh, do you think there will be questions about the decision to withdraw troops before everyone was brought home? Well, there better be. I mean, look, the Biden doctrine is 90% is good enough. And, and that's what we should be telling everybody. Imagine serving in the US military or being a foreign service officer and, and hearing from your commander in chief that 90%, getting 90% of the Americans out is good enough. They were very proud of 90%. He said it publicly. Look, you and I can do math. That means 10% of the people were left behind. I think that the closing of Bagram is the key issue. And I would say that the second key issue is really zeroing in and, and asking why did we remove 2,500 troops when we closed Bagram? 5,000 NATO troops, 2,500 US troops, 5,000 NATO troops before we evacuated the embassy with American Foreign Service officers and others inside the embassy. Why were what, the people inside the embassy just completely abandoned. Right. I, I think we've never had a Secretary of State abandon Americans overseas. You know, Foreign Service officers don't carry guns. They're diplomats. The guns and the people protecting you in these rough places are the military. When you evacuate the military, the State Department better have already been gone. Yeah. Well, not to mention, of course, questions about the uh, suicide bombing attack in Kabul at the airport that killed 13 U.S. service members and injured dozens more. And plus the follow up drone strike, which we learned also later killed civilians, including children. So hopefully those questions Both very are very serious issues. Absolutely. I'd like to play for you some sound uh, for from former President Trump, your former boss. Uh, this is what he had to say over the weekend about his message for the Biden administration. Watch this. They don't believe in America first policies. The world is eating our lunch. They're laughing at us. They watch what happened in Afghanistan and they think we're weak and stupid. And I'll tell you, when I was president, they respected us. 
And we recently saw the president address the UN at the General Assembly here. He said that America is back again and again. He continues to say that. Uh, you know our allies and our adversaries as well, Rick. How do you think they're viewing America under Biden's presidency? Look, I spent eight years at the UN. Uh, I know multilateral diplomacy. I know how other countries negotiate. And let me be very, very clear on one thing. The idea that you put your country first, whether it's France first, Germany first, or America first, it is only controversial with progressives in the United States. This is not a controversial topic overseas. Everybody overseas knows that countries should put themselves first. We're the only place where this is a debate. Uh, when Germany comes forward or France comes forward, Okay, so Rick is talking about how, uh, you know, the other nations are all on the same page, okay? And they are. Now, I'm going to show you. You guys saw Biden's um, UN discussions, right? You saw that, right? Now, I'm going to take you back to something from May 5th. This is months, months. So I did it kind of proximal months, 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 months before his UN speech. And boy, it looks like somebody wrote it. We now have the opportunity to build back better than in the past, aiming at inclusive and sustainable economies and societies. In order to meet the challenges of today, we can't just build back the way things were before. We have to build back better. Take a look at America today. Over 150,000 Americans are dead from COVID-19. We have a health crisis, an economic crisis, a racial justice crisis, climate crisis exacerbated by Trump's denial of science. And America needs a plan to solve all of them. Over the last century, America has defined itself by rising to meet existential challenges. On this International Motherhurst Day, all eyes are on the COVID-19 pandemic, the biggest test the world has faced since the Second World War. We must act decisively to protect our planet from both the coronavirus and the existential threat of climate disruption. Now, I want to pause this. Remember, this was during his campaign, right? He wasn't campaigning to you. The title of this video is Why Are We Thumping UN and Not US Policies? Because he was advertising his loyalty. He was advertising he's with them. He sold our country. And, you know, there was an agreement in place from the 60s, which I'm going to show you today, um, from a .gov website, not a conspiracy, okay? Okay? And you'll understand more because you're going to hear two different UN speeches, not Biden. You're going to hear JFK and President Trump. And I think you're going to hear something very different from what you thought you heard. The current crisis is an unprecedented wake-up call. We need to turn the recovery into a real opportunity to do things right for the future. We'll make the biggest investment in manufacturing and innovation since World War II. Today, federal investment in research and development is at an all-time low. That's why I'm proposing historic research and development investment to sharpen America's competitive edge in new industries. As we spent huge amounts of money to recover from coronavirus, we must deliver new jobs and businesses through a clean, green transition. Second, where taxpayers' money is used to rescue businesses, it needs to be tied to achieving green jobs and sustainable growth. 
There's no more consequential challenge we have to meet in the next decade than the onrushing climate crisis. We'll meet this challenge by creating millions of jobs in a clean energy economy. Jobs that will ensure American automobile industry leads the world in manufacturing electric vehicles. Public funds should be used to invest in the future, not the past, and flow to sustainable sectors and projects that help the environment and the climate. We're going to make investments so by the end of my first term, we are going to be on an irreversible course to achieve net zero emissions, economy-wide, no later than 2050. Fiscal firepower must drive a shift from the grey to the green economy and make societies and people more resilient. In order to build back better, we have to ensure that all Americans have opportunities to generate wealth, especially communities of colour that have been historically left out of the benefits of an economic recovery. Fifth, climate risks and opportunities must be incorporated into the financial system as well as all aspects of public policy making and infrastructure. That's why I'm going to take on our successful Obama-Biden small business fund and scale it up to 20 times the size so the black and brown small business owners have access to $150 billion dollars in venture capital and low-interest finance. Greenhouse gases, just like viruses, do not respect national boundaries. We need to work together as an international community. Times are tough now in America, but we've been here before. We can do this. We can build back better. And I'm looking forward to getting started as soon as we can. We must do all we can to save lives and ease the economic and social devastation. Crucially, we need to draw the appropriate lessons about the vulnerabilities and inequalities the virus has laid bare and mobilize investments in education, health systems, social protection and resilience. This is the biggest international challenge since the Second World War. Yet, even before this test, the world was facing other profound transnational perils. Oh my gosh. He was so right about the Second World War. He's telling you everything. You're just not listening. Uh, this is on my Tory Says channel, published May 5th, 2021. I just wanted to point it out. Let's continue. Climate change above all. But multilateralism is not only a matter of confronting shared threats, it's also seizing common opportunities. We now have the opportunity to build back better than in the past, aiming at inclusive and sustainable economies and societies. Over the past few months, momentum has grown for what I call a global green new deal. To be so broad and to be so comprehensive, because we are, we are outlining the green new deal. Okay, here we are. This is the $15 million mansion where Antonio Guterres lives, and you see, He's got two separate UN security cars. These guys are driving in and they're driving out. No masks, man. Check it out. UN car, smoker, no mask. He's going in with Big Tony. See, this is not quarantine. This is a violation of New York City health regulations. He uh, is uh, currently away for two weeks. He will be back in New York uh, next week where he will be uh, working uh, from the residents in accordance with the, the quarantine procedures. Antonio Guterres left the city amid a pandemic, didn't say where he went, one assumes Lisbon, but who knows? All I know is that, oh, we've got some, wait, Big Tony's getting some delivery. He's getting some delivery. Joy, Big Tony's got joy, he's delivering joy. This is quarantine, let's be honest. This is under quarantine. Antonio Guterres is violating New York City quarantine rules as we speak. 
He's got guys going inside with no fucking masks, bringing him joy. He's got some gloves. Also, he could go on vacation. Antonio Guterres is a, is a thief of public money. He's a criminal. He had the press thrown out for daring to ask. Now, this was to show you that that was published months before he said the speech, and it was identical. Because <laughs> he was auditioning to them. Now, we're going to listen to a little bit of JFK and his UN speech. Okay? This is September 25th, 1961. Take a listen. Please listen carefully. Because a lot of people just wrong, 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 wrong. Listen very carefully with your brand new shiny ears. Whether the foul winds of war can be tamed in time to free the cooling winds of reason. And whether the pledges of our charter are to be fulfilled or defied. Pledges to secure peace, progress, human rights, and world law. In this hall, there are not three forces, but two. One is composed of those who are trying to build the kind of world described in Articles 1 and 2 of the Charter. The other, seeking a very different world, would undermine this organization in the process. Today of all days, our dedication to the Charter must be maintained. It must be strengthened. All right. So I'm going to show you the Charter. You guys ready for that? All right. Let me show you some of that. I'm not going to show you the document yet. I'm going to show you the website where you can talk about it, but I actually have the document too. So let me take you there. Here's where your world's going to get crushed. Here we go. Hold on. Just so you can see how you've been played. Give me a second. But why it was important, because he actually tried to fix it afterwards, but <laughs> too late. All right, so... Memorandum from Secretary of State Rusk to President Kennedy, Washington, October 18th, 1961. Follow up on your address, the United Nations General Assembly. Blah, 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 blah. United States disarmament plan and the problem of nuclear testing. Number one, nuclear testing. Skip. Number two, disarmament. On September 25th, 1961, our delegation in New York, in conformity with the remarks made in your speech to the Assembly, had the United States Declaration on Discernment circulated. This was done in order that the General Assembly might consider this document as a guide for the negotiation program for general and complete disarmament in a peaceful world. And we're not talking nuclear. We're talking all arms, okay? As a practical matter, it will not be possible to present this declaration as a resolution to be formally approved by the General Assembly. It will serve as an extremely useful purpose in educating the assembly regarding our position. Also, it will help to divert the assembly's attention from Soviet sloganeering and to focus instead on the practical problems posed by a comprehensive disarmament program. We are considering presenting to this assembly a resolution which, one, refer to the agreement and general principles reached within the Soviet Union, um, with the Soviet Union. Two, recommend that the disarmament commission appoint a subcommittee comprised of Argentina, Brazil, Bulgaria, Canada, Czechoslovakia, France, India, Italy, Japan, Mexico, Nigeria, Pakistan, Poland, Romania, Sweden, Tunisia, uh, the UAR, UK, USSR, and US to undertake as a matter of 
urgency the negotiation of disarmament agreement, which would serve as a basis for a worldwide agreement among nations on general and complete disarmament under effective international control. Let me check the chat. How are you guys feeling about that? How are you guys feeling about this? Hmm? This is not the UN. This is JFK's memo from State Rusk. I actually have the document, the actual document printed. It was released in September of 1961 from the Office of Public Affairs. It's not really readily available. Let me read you the introduction. The revolutionary development of modern weapons within a world divided by serious ideological differences has produced a crisis in human history. In order to over overcome the danger of nuclear war now confronting mankind, the United States has introduced the 16 General Assembly. Okay, this is the nuclear part. Hold on. All disarmament obligations, the control organization must have the manpower, facilities, and effectiveness to assure that the limitations and reductions take place as agreed. It must also be able to certify to all states that retain forces and armaments not exceed those permitted at any stage of the disarmament process. The goal, the overall goal of the United States is a free, secure, peaceful world of independent states adhering to common standards of justice and international conduct and subjecting the use of force to the rule of law, a world which has achieved general and complete disarmament under effective international control and a world in which adjustment to change takes place in accordance with the principles of the United fucking nations. I'm sorry, guys. How are you feeling about that now? Mm? This was actually signed. Right? This was actually signed. He signed it. He signed this. He signed it. Okay? He signed it. But what he fucking did was release it to the public. That's what got him shot. He signed it. He signed it. He went for it and signed it. I don't know how many times I can repeat he signed it. I should actually show you the document. Let me see if I can show you the document because I have it on PDF. Stop screen, share. Um, is it this one? Shit, what does it say? I lost permission to... Um, okay, hold on. It's not letting me do it. Let me, let me try it. Um, what am I supposed to do here? I'm trying to figure out why I can't show it to you. Let me see. Um, okay, here we go. I'll go. Okay. 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 Oh, there we go. That's why. Give me a second. This is really difficult on my system. It keeps changing. I need to share things. There we go. Okay. So that's been done. Let's try it again now. Share. And then. All right. Can you guys actually see that? No, not yet. Whoops. Wrong one. <laughs> wrong document. 
Sorry. Let me do that. There we go. That was a lawsuit. Wait a second. Let me see if I did it right this time. There we go. Here you go. So let me get this up. Can you guys see that document? Let me see if I can make this bigger. Can I make this bigger? Can I? Um, can you guys see that? You can see that, right? <clears throat> what does that look like to you? What does that look like to you? Hmm? What does that look like to you? Looks fun? Hmm? Looks super fun? Hmm? How we're disband disbanding of all national armed forces and the prohibition of their reestablishment in any form whatsoever other than those required to preserve internal order and contribution to the United Nations Peace Force. I repeat, the disbanding of all national armed forces and the prohibition of their reestablishment in any form whatsoever other than those required to preserve the internal order for contributions to the United Nations Peace Force force. We were going to forfeit our military, okay, to the United Nations. Can you see this? They've planned this shit for a while. Trump threatened to defund the fucking UN. He removed NATO. They hated him. Everybody hates him. The fucking generals do because they want their cushy fucking jobs in an international war zone. How do we get the, how do we get into this? Tell me. How did we get into this? This is war. I've been saying this. This is why I reached out to all these losers because they should be educating the public, not thinking of themselves because it's not like they're going to survive anyway. Peaceful use of outer space. UN peacekeeping powers measures would be taken to develop and strengthen United Nations arrangements for arbitrations for the development of international law and for the establishment of stage two of permanent UN peace force. Stage two. Here's stage two. The second stage contains a series of measures which will bring within the sight a world in which there would be freedom of war, implementation of all measures. And the second stage would mean further substantial reductions in armed forces, armaments, and military establishments. What are they doing right now? They are raping our armed forces. President Trump inherited a military that was in shambles. They had shit weapons old weapons, right? They needed the best. They needed more. We just gave that shit away. In Afghanistan, we just gave it away. Further development of methods for the peaceful settlement of disputes under the United Nations. Remember how he refuted the international crime justice bullshit thing. They hated him. You want to hear what a real president sounds like? Huh? This is what a real fucking president sounds like. The only guy that was looking after us so that we don't become slaves of a one, one world order. Mr. President, world leaders and distinguished delegates, welcome to New York. It is a profound honor to stand here in my home city as a representative of the American people to address the people of the world. As millions of our citizens continue to suffer the effects of the devastating hurricanes that have struck our country, I want to begin by expressing my appreciation to every leader in this room who has offered assistance and aid. The American people are strong and resilient, 
and they will emerge from these hardships more determined than ever before. Fortunately, the United States has done very well since Election Day last November 8th. The stock market is at an all-time high, a record. Unemployment is at its lowest level in 16 years, and because of our regulatory and other reforms, we have more people working in the United States today than ever before. Companies are moving back, creating job growth the likes of which our country has not seen in a very long time. And it has just been announced that we will be spending almost $700 billion on our military and defense. Our military will soon be the strongest it has ever been. For more than 70 years, in times of war and peace, the leaders of nations, movements, and religions have stood before this assembly. Like them, I intend to address some of the very serious threats before us today, but also the enormous potential waiting to be unleashed. We live in a time of extraordinary opportunity. Breakthroughs in science, technology, and medicine are curing illnesses and solving problems that prior generations thought impossible to solve. But each day also brings news of growing dangers that threaten everything we cherish and value. Terrorists and extremists have gathered strength and spread to every region of the planet. Rogue regimes represented in this body not only support terrorists, but threaten other nations and their own people with the most destructive weapons known to humanity. Authority and authoritarian powers seek to collapse the values, the systems, and alliances that prevented conflict and tilted the world toward freedom since World War II. International criminal networks traffic drugs, weapons, people, force dislocation and mass migration, threaten our borders, and new forms of aggression exploit technology to menace our citizens. To put it simply, we meet at a time of both immense promise and great peril. It is entirely up to us whether we lift the world to new heights or let it fall into a valley of disrepair. We have it in our power, should we so choose, to lift millions from poverty, to help our citizens realize their dreams, and to ensure that new generations of children are raised free from violence, hatred, and fear. This institution was founded in the aftermath of two world wars to help shape this better future. It was based on the vision that diverse nations could cooperate to protect their sovereignty, preserve their security, and promote their prosperity. It was in the same period, exactly 70 years ago, that the United States developed the Marshall Plan to help restore Europe. Those three beautiful pillars, they're pillars 
of peace, sovereignty, security, and prosperity. The Marshall Plan was built on the noble idea that the whole world is safer when nations are strong, independent, and free. As President Truman said in his message to Congress at that time, our support of European recovery is in full accord with our support of the United Nations. The success of the United Nations depends upon the independent strength of its members. To overcome the perils of the present and to achieve the promise of the future, we must begin with the wisdom of the past. Our success depends on a coalition of strong and independent nations that embrace their sovereignty to promote security, prosperity, and peace for themselves and for the world. We do not expect diverse countries to share the same cultures, traditions, or even systems of government. But we do expect all nations to uphold these two core sovereign duties, to respect the interests of their own people and the rights of every other sovereign nation. This is the beautiful vision of this institution. And this is the foundation for cooperation and success. Strong, sovereign nations let diverse countries with different values, different cultures, and different dreams not just coexist, but work side by side on the basis of mutual respect. Strong, sovereign nations let their people take ownership of the future and control their own destiny. And strong, sovereign nations allow individuals to flourish in the fullness of the life intended by God. In America, we do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example for everyone to watch. This week gives our country a special reason to take pride in that example. We are celebrating the 230th anniversary of our beloved Constitution, the oldest Constitution still in use in the world today. This timeless document has been the foundation of peace, prosperity, and freedom for the Americans and for countless millions around the globe whose own countries have found inspiration in its respect for human nature, human dignity, and the rule of law. The greatest in the United States Constitution is its first three beautiful words. They are, we the people. Generations of Americans have sacrificed. He's been to telling you all along, and you've the been thinking there's a country. plan. And of our. It was their plan, their fucking plan. Great history. In America, the people govern, the people rule, and the people are sovereign. I was elected not to take power but to give power to the American people where it belongs. In so what do you do, guys? What do you do now? 
As you can see, JFK signed the document and gave it to them that says it states relinquish their arms to the United Nations shall progressively strengthen in order to improve its capacity to assure international security and peaceful settlement of differences, as well as to facilitate the development of international cooperation in common tasks for the benefit of mankind. Transition from one stage of disarmament to the next shall take place as soon as all the measures in the preceding stage have been carried out and effective verification is continuing on. And this agreed upon the outline of the program. You want to see why you have vagina generals? Huh? Where the fuck is the constitution is in, in here? It's not. We forfeited ourselves to this charter, to the UN Peace Force. Can you see that now? Can you see it? Your president was telling you all along. He was giving you all the tools. And while everyone's playing games, Biden this, Biden that, that's not Biden. You're talking to the UN. You've got the National Guard in New York covering spots. I told you they'd be out of nurses. They need to bring the military. They're provoking you. Why do you think we're filing all of these cases? Huh? This is why everybody needs to get on board and come together, but they can't because they're busy with their money. There will be zero money. We need to fight for election integrity. We need to fight for our constitutional rights. And the only way we do it was with the pen. We can only undo ink with ink. <laughs> Blood will not undo. Ink will undo. Hmm. You know, He's doing as much as he can. Our military, those that stand, are doing as much as they can. You know, yesterday at the Ohio meeting, there's a shit ton of people filing affidavits and they're filing them in stupid counties. I'm telling the county, I'm pissed. Nobody gives a shit. They're going to put it in a drawer and say thanks and torch it later. You'll be their scrap paper when they take down phone numbers or take pizza orders, right? Hey, we're having a pizza party at work. What do you guys want? And they'll just pull out your stupid affidavit from the drawer and scribble all over it. We need to be fighting this the right way. We need to be putting these affidavits behind lawsuits. We need to be filing lawsuits. We need to lawfare the shit out of them until they listen. And this is why I've been training you guys with letters, telling you to put things out. We already examined the quo warranto footing so that way we can introduce it because the way this wins is once we get the right judgments back, our president can file a nice quo warranto and ask by what authority did you claim yourself president again? Because I think all these elections are bunk. We need to get to work. And this is why I reached out to Jordan Sather, not because I was frisky to pick a fight. He's a loser. I can eat him for lunch yesterday in my sleep with my eyes closed. Well, actually, with no sleep of 20 days, I can eat him for a snack. Okay? All the little tools I can eat for a snack. What they need to do is buck up. What they need to do is get ready. Right? This is what they need to do. Because everyone's like, they got JFK Jr. channel. Fuck your channels. What are you doing? Sharing smart tweets, smart memes, really cool shit. What are you doing? I'm not an activist. I'm an American. And I believe in the foundations of this nation. I love my country. And like that amazing Marine that stepped down, he stood for his values. And he said he's going to take this shit down. Well, we should all be taking some fucking shit down. 
Now, many of you have filled out these writ of mandamuses and filed them. We're going to SCOTUS, you understand? I tried to reach out and said, whatever, let me just get something out there. Let me um, uh, motivate the, the people that are just sitting at home thinking that someone's coming to save them. In um, the chat, I'm sharing the document right now so you guys can see it. It's not a good thing, is it? Seeing it. This is their plan. This was their plan. Hold on, let me get it up there. If you guys remember, I did that article about Utah on how the UN declared mobile sovereignty, that they own that place, remember? This is what sucks. They call you crazy, and I'm the only fucking one that knows what's going on, yet all these idiots are chasing their tails with fucking aliens and how they're going to cure themselves from the vaccine. The vaccine is just a vessel to make you bend the knee. Just a vessel. They're trying everything. This is what they planned. A lot of people that are in office that don't even know about this. They're just riding the wave of being in office. This is the document. This is the scanned official document. I just shared it in Telegram for you guys. Department of State. <laughs> this is it. See, what, 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 what hurts me more than anything is that a lot of people don't see it. And a lot of generals are just, you know, focusing on the fact of what's my spot? Am I going to take over like a big region of the globe, if you want to call that, right? <sighs> and I'm going to show you the website where it's on history.gov for all you losers out there that think that I'm just going to put it out there without having it sourced. Because, you know, you believe whatever, Office of the Historian, Historical Documents, Memorandum from Secretary of State Rusk, Washington, October 18th, where he's referring to that fucking document, giving the little spiel right here. It's a historical document. It's all valid. All of it's freaking valid. Here you are. All of it. Super valid. All of it. All of it. You know, we didn't even have to go to that point if people would just get together and fight. We don't need to be lawyers. You saw that video with the people of Illinois. You should have seen us at the Ohio meetings. And I know every other meeting, we're all trying to figure it out. Guys, the laws are written in English. We don't need any help. I mean, we could use help instruction. God knows that I need help to put that SCOTUS thing together that I'm putting that emergency motion. Why? Not because I want to be first because no one else is doing it. There were more people on this team. I'm telling you that. One of them got a nice cushy place in Costa Rica and was told that his family is going to be fine. He'll be in that, you know, region one group. <laughs> we have all the power in the world. President Trump showed us we have all the power in the world if we're behind him. But, you know, they were too busy talking shit about him hammering him down, trying to impeach him, blocking everything he did with the courts, playing politics with the courts. We have rhinos everywhere that are like, no, I think it's going to make me more money and we're just global, <laughs> right? See, this is the problem. We had people, people sold out. We're down to single digits now. Some are dead. Some have disappeared, probably because they're too embarrassed to at least own up that they sold out. And so... You know, it's, uh, it's, it's, this is why I reached out. 
I reach out to them saying, all right, you fucked up. You believed all this mainstream bullshit. You know, you're listening to people that actually work for the swamp. Yeah, you need me on your fucking side because I obviously know things you don't. There are so many facets of this war. It's so confusing. I've called this the fog of war. I'm showing you their end game. Everything else is in between. They're fighting President Trump right now in court so that way he can't run. Guys, we're going to have a special election whether they like it or not. And we're going to make it happen. We're not going to wait for someone to do it for us. Okay? We're not going to wait for someone to do it for us. We're going to do it ourselves. We are going to do this ourselves. Now, here's the thing. They just fed you all this JFK shit, right? So you look like an idiot, like a complete idiot. Going back, he was a great leader. I'll tell you what, he signed this shit, right? And he owned up to it, and therefore they took his life for it. Because we wouldn't have known a lot of things if he didn't speak to the right people and tell, okay? So he is a patriot, but he signed that off. He just changed his mind later, okay? Redemption. It's beautiful. It is freaking beautiful. It's like the Godfather 3 all over again, where you're just like, I'm just going to get this done. Even if I have to die for it. I'm not saying he was a bad guy. He was just like everyone else. Believed in something. Like you think these people think it's bad? No. They believe they're doing something good. And President Trump, when he walked in, he pissed all over it. Just like broken. He's pissing on their plan right now. Yeah, he did. And he's still doing it. But it's not as effective if we don't do anything. This is why it's important that we all move ahead. I mean, come on. You saw it with the first audit for America first audit chats. That shit has Langley all over it. Right. And unfortunately, you know, some of the groups, some of the state groups, they, they literally copied what we did to dilute our ability to have force when we go into the courts. Imagine if those groups were in our groups, right. And we had all those people, right. Suddenly, there would be 3,000 affidavits be behind a writ on the same fucking day. But what they did was they knew what I was doing. They replicated it because they wanted it. Kind of like, you know, how Tracy Beans wanted to take over the Q thing and make money off of it through Reddit and grow her empire. Yeah, like that. They did the same thing, telling you, oh, come with us for the audits. Why, guys? We have Patrick Byrne, who, by the way, all these fuckers are pissing on when he's put his money and effort into all of this, right? And he didn't even vote for President Trump, okay? These people pissing all over him and then using his tales of audits to tell you to join their stupid groups that are doing nothing but circle-jerking memes between the Q and honors. Again, keeping you mesmerized. They're pissed that we're breaking the system, that we're breaking the chains. And the thing is, I actually thought that that some of them would like wake up and be like, you know, we're not really doing anything. Maybe we could do something. Right. And I know a lot of you have given me a lot of shit for having Patrick burn on and he's this, you know, because me and him don't agree on everything, I, but it's okay. We all have different eyes and different experiences. This guy has been battling for years. He's a genius too. And the point is right now they can't control you. They can't control us. Right. They can't control us. Tori's not owned. You're obviously, I'm not going to push messages to you. So then you're not owned. But if you notice, even the first audit chat said, oh, we, we were all in Tori's groups, but her admins kicked us out. So we decided to come over here because she's a bitch. And it's like, no, 
is because she doesn't like assets in her groups. And she doesn't like people who think whatever. And you know who they poached? People that were like, I know best. I'm going to do more. I'm going to do this. It's not time. You need to calm down. Timing is everything. And you need to work together. You're not more important than anyone else. And when you're blocked, you're blocked because you're associating with people or providing information, diluting information, poaching, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that's why they get rid of you. So stop bitching. You're the enemy. I don't care what you have to say. You're the freaking enemy. And you either join us or you're against us. That's the only way it is. This is treason. We're not here to play games. We're not here to play games. We're not here to do that. I've lost everything. I am pulled in a million directions and people are upset, upset. Oh, I'm not in charge enough. I'm not doing this. Look, it doesn't even take hard work. You're getting together with people that are in your community. You guys are talking about issues that affect you more than anyone else because it's your state, your community. And you're freaking figuring out how to fix it. We have people that are attorneys that are volunteering their time to help. That doesn't mean let me do it for you, right? There's, there's like less than 10 of us, but a little bit more than five. How are we going to address 50 states, including Puerto Rico? We can't. It's physically impossible. So you guys started, they need to put, put, your, put your big boy pants on. Big boy pants on. Big boy pants on. That's the way it is. Big boy pants on. You just go in and you do it. You get it done. You don't wait around for someone. Oh, I'm just going to wait here. Wait to do what? Maybe share a meme. Oh, look, this is my, I love sharing memes. I love sharing funny videos, but I also love getting shit done. This is it. We all need to be, put on our big boy pants. And I'm telling you, they are the enemy. If they are not with you, they are against you. That's it. That's it. I've, I, I got freaking, I got BLM working in New York with Trump supporters. Like who's done that? Nobody. I did. Because we need them. We need to wake them up. It's so horrible when you see people thinking, you know, like they know, yeah, we need to get audits done. We need to take care of the healthcare system. We need to impeach Obama and undo shit. We need to expose this stuff. We need to save the children. How the fuck are you going to save them when you don't have a country to save them with? This is the point. We got to have priorities. It's like my kid, you know. She comes to me and she's like, oh my gosh, I totally need to do this. Oh, uh, no, you don't. You actually need to do this because without this, that doesn't matter. We're not children. We could see what's important. That's the thing. What, what annoys me the most is, oh, like, like questions like, Tori says people want to see the JMK signature. It wasn't a signature. He spoke it at the UN. You should listen to the whole thing. And that was Rusk telling him everything you presented at the UN, we put on paper and gave it to them so they can use that as a guideline, but not to incorporate it as a hundred percent. But if you actually look at the UN fucking guidelines right now, it's exactly that. Stop trying to get spoon fed, read it, put it together. You know, I'm going to be fine. I'm not going to be here later. My kids are going to be fine. I don't have to do this. I don't, I don't, I don't have to. Trump didn't have to do this either, <laughs> right? He didn't have to. You could have just enjoyed his retirement and not do it. And look at the shit he's being put through. Because of people 
you know, wanting to be spoon fed and told, oh, I need to see this. I need, no, 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 go find it. You can find it. You have fingers. You're busy sharing memes. You can go find it. I'm giving it to you when I talk about it, but we have to get busy. You got to get busy. You got to get together. Get together in person. If you can't do it in person, do it digitally. Get shit going. And when you see, you know, it's like there's so many groups out there. This group, that group. that Guys, can we just join together because we're all fucked regardless. Your win is a small win. My win is a small win. This is a can we, can we just work together on the big shit so we can come in with a couple of, you know, grenades, maybe some missile launches, and then we could use the bullets? Because right now it's like people are like, you know, annoying little ants at the ankle. Someone actually used that description yesterday in Ohio. I think it was Nick. Because everyone, beep, 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 save the children, yeah, 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 like ants at the feet. What we need to do is fucking knock their knees out. And the only way we do it is with a big blow. That's all we have to do. A big blow. I'm not going to hit up mainstream media. They're sold. Okay? I don't talk to people with interests that interest the globalists. They're going to give you controlled opposition. Look, we're really on your side. We're telling you the news. Why does Trump go there? Because it's a big platform and people are just too stupid to see that it's controlled opposition. He's got to use something. Okay. He's got to use something. He's not going to go to some poxy little channel of this guy analyzing law that has a thousand people because only a thousand people are going to see him. Yeah. Then that guy's going to be famous. And then suddenly from grassroots, he becomes like, you know, Tracy beans wanting to go on Fox and shit. Stop. We already know how people operate. Why doesn't he come to you, Tori? What do you really show all your guns? Stop it. We the people are important here. Doesn't matter where he goes. I mean, he does say what we say. It was almost, what do they call them? They, the, the stringers call them deltas. So August 25th, right? I say, uh, how do you just, how do you take out a tank? And what does President Trump say? Uh, how do you take out a tank? But that was just a coincidence, right? Random conversation. Just said it. Remember? Random conversation. Super random. Also inferred that there's going to be special election. Yeah, if we keep at it, if we keep at it, that's it. If you keep at it, I mean, he's going to fail if you're not behind him. He's one person. Damn. Like, okay, okay. Why are you being so mean? Because you're the enemy if you're not working. I'm sorry. That's the way it is. I'm such a mean. I'm mean. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I was actually really disappointed. I actually had high, oh my gosh, can't even believe I'm saying this out loud. I actually had high hopes for the digital red string people, right? And then I had some troll tell me, oh my gosh, in Matrix and Shady Group is so good. And I was like, no, they're losers. When oh, the whole Q community hated them, I boasted them because they were grassroots. And then they turned into not being grassroots, right? Okay, there it is. You're done. For me, it's like a big X on your face, unless... You're like, yo, maybe we should get in on this. Maybe we should start working together. Oh, it's not that bad. If, if you hear anyone telling you it's not going to get there, they have no idea what they're talking about. I'm telling you that straight up. I think someone actually ran into one of those camp things, right? I want to share that with you. Hold on. Let me share that with you. They ran into it. I, um, you know, like when Alex Jones wasn't controlled opposition, right? And he was really doing things. He actually talked about, um, you know, the FEMA shit and all that here. 
Watch this. In Eatonville, look what's going on out here. Everybody needs to see this. There's the main highway right there. It looks like we got a uh, an active COVID quarantine site going in here. So everything's been logged, all of that. Just wanted to uh, show you guys the main road there. Check that out. They got a gate here. There's also a gate over there by uh, that dozer. Two gates going into this place. Looks like they're just getting to work on it. There you have it, folks. They're doing it. They're coming along. So what you just saw is, you know, <laughs> them building a quarantine facility. They've, uh, d you know, taken down the trees. They've got bulldozers there. They're hooking it up. We've got the National Guard because we have shortages. Uh, you know, they've got the National Guard as nurses now. Suddenly they'll be coming to take your kids and you're going to be like, what? No, they're not. Yes, they are. You know, that's the way it goes. I, it, you know, it, it's going to happen. You're going to let it happen. You're going to let it happen because nobody pays attention to the science. Like I was talking with my lawyers about my case. I was like, fuck the science. I'm not even going to talk about the science anymore because they don't care about the science. We're going to stick to the law, right? My amendment, right, for my daughter's lawsuit is going to stick to the freaking letter of the law right? There's going to be no wiggle room. No. Oh, let me guess. We can debate the science CDC. Fuck the CDC. Fuck the FDA. I have a choice to do whatever I want. Okay. All of us do. So it's really, really important. Yeah. Someone's like Nisqually is an Indian reservation. I told you, where does the UN have residence? And I told Millie, we should have done a report on this over a year ago about the UN. It was like 2019. I was telling her we should do a report about the UN troops and the training camps and how the Indian reservation sold out the native Americans, right? They took their land and they just handed it over to the UN. But you know, she was like, no, it's not time, but whatever. Anyway, we should have done it. Both of us were not on the same page on that. Shit. Uh, look, bottom line is you either put the work in or that's it. So in our groups, we're not doing anything difficult. We're reading the law of our states. We're understanding the Constitution. We're shooting off lawsuits like nobody's business. So here's what the plan is. And oh, Tori, don't tell the plan. They're going to see it. It doesn't matter. They can't stop it. Okay. It doesn't matter. Right. So we already know from Maricopa that I was right, as always, <laughs> so far, because um, I'm not always right. But on that matter, I am right, that the machines were obviously not certified. We already know this. I know this for a fact. I put it in my affidavit, sworn under penalty and perjury, right? Okay. Um, next week, we're all going to synchronize our clocks. Um, I'm going to be speaking to the guardians while I'm going to be dropping in tonight to tell them that the one task each state has right now, each group, is to find out who's responsible for deciding what company checks your election machines. Is it your county or is it your secretary of state? That's the key thing. Because if it's your secretary of state, you'll be in the first lot of lawsuits. It'll be a copycat suit where we just sue the fuck out of the secretary of state for not doing their job because there's no certifications. Someone actually in California was listening to me and months ago, close to even a year ago, sent a FOIA request to them and they couldn't find the EAC certifications for the machines. So that'll be one. You know, obviously if California doesn't have it, the rest of the states don't fucking have it either. So we can use that person's letter. That's number one. 
So uh, what we have to do is we have to sue them for not doing their job. But the way we're going to sue them is not like taking them to court. I believe we're going to be using a special rent. I'm still looking into it. We got to be crafty. We got to do things that no one's ever done, but are allowed to on, on in law. Okay. We have to be crafty, but here's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to file that shit at the same time. So we make noise. I don't want any like pussyfoot excuses. Like, Oh, I didn't have time. We're, I'm going to tell you that shit in advance. And there's only going to be one person in your group. That's going to say, all right, I'll take the bullet. I'll put my name on it. And then everybody else will have affidavits of being disenfranchised ready to go. So we're not going to file it like, Oh, and then we wait for people to do the affidavits. We do it right at the same time. So when that person files it, he can file this, the damn affidavits too. So um, it doesn't matter what machines, right? They use, they're all not certified because the companies that were being used were not certified. Now what they'll tell you is, oh, you know, that kind of sucks, but let's just move along. No, we're not gonna move along. We haven't had fair elections. Well, technically, <laughs> in a very long time. 2016, they were half legit, meaning they only got to use the algorithm, but they couldn't adjust it. So, you know, Trump won because he broke the algorithm. But 17, 18, 19, and 20, all invalid elections, all of them. But they want 2021. Let's be their fucking October surprise. Let's be their October surprise where we not only file it in like against the secretary of state, but we find one person in every fucking county in our state to file the same ass shit. Like let's flood the courts and be their October surprise where we demand that they halt elections. I mean, we could do that, but we have to be coordinated. This is why it's very important. Let's be their surprise. They always have these stupid fucking surprises. Hey guys, no surprise here. Spoiler alert. We're going to, fuck shit up. And we're going to do it the right way. And I think that's really, really important. So stop looking at someone telling you some hopium shit. Yes, there's earthquake. Yes, there's a possibility of disasters. We're seeing it. Yes, there's weather warfare. Yes, there's all this shit. But can we focus on the stuff we can fix right now? Because I don't think you can stop a volcano. I don't think you can stop earthquakes, tsunamis, hurricanes, crazy weather. Dude, you can't stop anything. Okay. You can't stop that. But what you can stop is these elections and we can stop them from happening. So what we need to do is focus and let's hop into that vehicle and do patriotic shit. Oh, here's a video of someone today. They filed their writ of mandamus and they did that. That's a pretty cool thing. I wanted to share it. It was, I was, it was actually, I, I was actually very disappointed at that time. Get in. We're going to do some patriotic shit. Hold on. <laughs> she looks so cute too. Um, so they went to file their writ of mandamus and that was incredible. This is the type, you know, how empowering that is. That's badass. Who doesn't like to do stuff like that? Who doesn't like to do patriotic things? Makes you feel so good. Doesn't it? Look, Get in. we're going to do some patriotic shit. There they go with their family to go file. There they go. How awesome was that? That's what we got to do. That's what we got to do. Okay. We have Montana, Wyoming's filing, New Jersey filed. Oh my gosh. We've got all the States. So, you know, I, the only thing I can do is show you how to win. I can't win it for you. I can't think for you. I can't comprehend for you. I will try to help you as much as I can. Do you know, I dropped the ball on Canada this weekend completely because my lawyer came and I was so inundated. I feel so bad. 
but Canada, I promise. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad, but I have been so swamped with things. It's ridiculous. Um, because again, I don't know why, but, you know, I get a lot of nasty, I mean, you don't even see my messages. It's like, do you have any idea how many I have? Sometimes I don't even want to look because it makes me sad because I can't see someone asking for help and look away. And then I get all sick to my stomach and I want to help and I can't do it or I don't have the capacity or it's over. And it's like, what do I do? So anyway, that's what we're going to be doing. Patriotic shit. So today I gave you a little bit of a grounding session so you can understand exactly what we're up against. I wanted to show you their end game, which feeds into all of this crap you're seeing. So when you're like, well, you know, he goes on Fox and, and Hannity and Tucker and Newsmax and, you know, Bannon, that's because they're considered mainstream, right? Even though I have probably more viewers than them, which isn't quantified, fact, fact, um, because I'm on other networks that they don't monitor. He's not going to come here. Just listen to what he has to say. He tells you everything you need to know. And he does some kick-ass rallies too. So just listen to your president. He's the one that kicked this off. He pissed all over their plan, was pulling away all their power, and look how angry they got. So let's just get together and fight for our country because that's the only thing we have left, right? We're free on paper. Let's use it, okay? Let's use it because they want to annihilate the backup plan he had and everything. So there's a lot of mitigation in place, but you know, mitigation does get buffed sometimes. So let's be, you know, ready to roar. It's our nation anyway. That's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be self-governing. President Trump even said that at the UN. Our people are self-governed, right? So let's be self-governed, right? Which is not that that's the way it is. Okay, let me let me find. Um, yeah, where is that one? Um there we go. Okay. New song to end the day. God bless everyone. And I'll see you in the chat rooms. And again, yeah, it is that bad, but don't worry. This is fine. We do great under pressure, right? We thrive under pressure. That's how you make diamonds. Yo, when the chips fall down, we gonna see the real ones stick around. It's enough of that food to go around. And God gone bless it by the pound. And the light gon' shine on the ground Still got a little time to bow down So we gotta get it right about now And show them that the people got style, style. We go on, we go all The bigger they are, the harder they fall Standing up tall and give them my all We need answers, that's why we call Fall line busy, keep them all dizzy So I made right, that mean it's all fishy So I'm hoping that it works for you this is how we unite. This is how we show resilience. By getting back to the basics and understanding that we're all in it together. And where we go on, we go all. And if we all move together into the same direction, it's beautiful.